Right, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Andreas with the Bank Dive Radio Show, and we are on site, on location here with Super Producer Little Nate NB. What's up, man? Man, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm feeling good. Uh, appreciate you taking the time out to do this interview, man. No problem, no problem. Um, you know, I like to highlight a lot of the making gems and jewels that we have here in this Middle Georgia area. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you've been putting in work, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it keeps me going, keeps me motivated, so. All right, for everybody out there who doesn't know about Super Producer, <laughs> Little Nate MB, um, you know, give us a background. While uh, you get started in music, because, you know, everybody, it seems like, wants to jump into the music scene nowadays because it's been so glorified throughout all these different outlets and media mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And not just with rappers, whatever, but also production and producing as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, what set you on that path? What was that inspiration? Um, all I know, it started off when I was in high school. We used to have, like, the netbooks and stuff. Mm-hmm. I used to stay listening to mixtapes and stuff. I kind of got on DJing first. That was, like, my okay. first interest. Like, I like how they be transitioning mm-hmm. one song to another. So mm-hmm. I wanted to see, you know, what... How to do all that? Yeah. And, um, using my netbook, I try to find like some plugins and um, programs to use. I use like this program called Virtual DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, the transition music and stuff. Yeah. And then I guess throughout time, I started listening to the music and I started wondering how people made beats. Like, yeah. How you do that? And you know, I looked it up online and I got referred to FL Studios. Yeah, I think everybody and, started with Fruit Loops. I started, I, I ended up getting the program. Mm-hmm. The moment it came on, I already knew, like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a minute. Yeah, that's what I tell you. So, like, how long have you been doing it, I guess, as far as uh, professionally? Uh, I want to say 2011. Okay. So, a good little time now. You know, build up a nice little catalog, mm-hmm. you know, and get your name out there. Um, I know one of, the, uh, you know, one of the top artists here in the area you be working with is Black Male. Um, he's done a lot of um, you've done a lot of production for him. He, he did the first two albums, right? No good, no glory. Um, I produced the whole tape and Toya. I just engineered it. Um, okay, and, and that's why I want to get into that too, or whatever. Because you're you're more than just a producer. You know, you do the productions and all that, or whatever. But you also have that engineering ear and that side of you as well. Yes, and I don't think a lot of people understand that. Yeah, you can have high production, but if it ain't mixed and mastered right. People ain't gonna rock with it. They don't care what you say. They don't exactly. even care how the beat sound. If it ain't blended right, mm-hmm. you know, what, what, whatever right is, you know, depending on that person's hearing, then yeah. it ain't gonna catch their attention. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, um, what are some things that you've known, you've learned along the way from either production or mixing and mastering? You know, that, you know, I guess most people don't realize what it takes to get to that particular talent or to, you know, do that craft? Um, I feel like with anything, of course, you just got to have that desire to want to learn as much as you can out of it. Mm-hmm. So with me, um, I like sounds. I like how sounds yeah. is put together. And even though when I started, I just wanted to learn how to, be able to blend sounds at first because I, I understand that's like kind of like the basis of it. Mm-hmm. Once I 
got the bases out of the way. The creative side can kind of come into picture. And, um, it, it take a lot of practice. Sometimes you got to be your own critic because yeah. I don't really like the. Yeah. I, I I be want people to be honest with me. I don't like to just hear, oh, you got that radio play. Mm-hmm. Even though I, you know, I'm grateful yeah. for that too. But I, I always want to like learn something new. Mm-hmm. And throughout time, I learned it's a lot of terminologies. Yeah. On what a certain setting is. Mm-hmm. And back then, I couldn't figure out. What something was called that I was looking for, but I know yeah. once I heard it, I know that's something that I wanted to learn. But I had to, I had to learn the, the, the titles of the, you know, the mm-hmm. titles of the, um, the plugins and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't think a lot of people realize, you know, just with that being said, there's so many things. Because even like you know, going through a Pro Tools recording session or whatever. Mm-hmm. And trying to find whatever plug is or just trying to, you know, like those certain transitions and making sure everything is smooth. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think people realize there's a lot that goes into the actual audio education in the space of recording and mixing and mastering or whatever. And then even with mixing and mastering, you got some people who know how to mix well, but they don't know how to master. And those are, you know, yeah, those so are two different things mm-hmm. right there or whatever. You know, my understanding of mastering is that, you know, the whole project has to be on the same EQ. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then, you know, the mixing or whatever, whatever the song dictates or however you're trying to get it to be to come across, you know, for the uh, consumer or whatever, you know, depends on how the mix going to come. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're very versatile with, uh, you know, you're not just, you know, boom, 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 or, you know, hard-hitting sounds or whatever, or just trap music or just, you know, gangster rap, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. You do a whole plethora of things. Um, so what's your, like, you know, what would you call your specialty as far as like the genre or the style of mixing and producing or uh, what do you enjoy the most? What do I enjoy the most? I love I love neo soul. Okay. And jazz, jazz, neo soul, mm-hmm. R&B type of. That's what I'm talking about. So have, have you had a lot of projects where you've been able to uh, uh, carry I'm that sound? Coming out with one. Um Trying to think, mail tape. Um, do we got something in there? You talking about the problem child too, or uh, no good, no going. Okay. That's why I did the production side and the um, mixing side. Um, okay. But, um, yeah, I think with him, it was it was very versatile. Though. It was like a few mm-hmm. bangers and then yeah. like a few soft setting. Mm-hmm. You know, enjoy the music type of type of vibe and. Um, my upcoming tape is gonna have a lot of that. So okay. It's so, have a lot of. What all artists have you worked with? Because I know you don't just work with Middle Georgia artists. You work with artists online, across the seas, and all um, sorts of stuff. So I went with a a girl from um I forgot what state she from, but um her name's Flo Ill mm-hmm. on Facebook on um, Offbeat Flo. Okay. Um, she's on my tape. She she's um like a spoken, like she do spoken um poetry. Okay. Um, spoken word. Yeah. And uh, I got her on my tape. Um, she's pretty nice. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I, I think one time I was talking to you, you said you had done somebody with somebody in Texas or something. Was it production or something like that? Or um, I had worked with, at the time, uh, one of Future's artists. He okay. had bought like four beats for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like back in 20, 2013. He bought like four beats for me for like 
three hundred dollars or two hundred dollars. I can't remember. It's like a. Did wow. anything ever come up? Did he release it or anything? Or you never nah, heard anything back? Um, I don't even. I tell them, you know, as soon as you mix the song, at least let me hear how it sounds before you put it out. But he never got the chance to yeah. do that. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't. Okay. Well, well let's, let's get into the business side then, you know, because I, I love the business side of music. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a labor owner, an average. An average. That's what I'm talking about. Um how has it been, you know, because a lot of artists and producers get caught up in just what they do in their craft mm-hmm. and doesn't understand, like, you know, yes, you are a key role in the entire industry, but you have all these other different um, parameters or different pieces to the puzzle yeah. as well in order to make this complete picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now with you being a labor owner, you know, you got to look at the bigger picture. So how's that been? And, you know, how is like, you know, doing business with other artists and producers or just people in general? And getting them to understand, you know, this is how things should go, or this is how things are supposed to go. Mm-hmm. How's that been for you? Um, I like it because it's I like to learn, so it's like it's a it's it's a learning experience. I um get to, I get to learn a lot about the business side of music stuff I've never thought I would be doing or had to do to mm-hmm. get a certain. Thing going along, um, it's a lot of work. Yeah, but yeah. It, I don't know. I I just I don't know. I enjoy. It. I kind of look at like you said. I look at the bigger the bigger picture of the path. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are gonna learn through life anyway. So I mean, yeah, might as well do what you want to do. What you love, mm-hmm. and whatever comes in the process. I mean, it is what it is. Okay, and I know uh, you working on getting your own studio set up for an average, right? Mm-hmm. How's that process been? Or, you uh, know, good. What? We got the spacing. We um, we just doing the recording part. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like the looks or whatever, that's really the only part that we're working on now. But we got the setup and all that ready to go. And um, you know, I try to get people's attention by showing them my crowd more than just the the area as of yeah. right now because you know they'll come kind of look at the area and be like, oh, you know, okay. But then, yeah. yeah. Well, you know. People uh, like to misjudge stuff, mm-hmm. you know, on aesthetics and all that. And I tell people, I'm like, man, you can have a $100 mic inside of a bathroom or whatever. And as long as you got the talent, because to me, the talent and the skill set is what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you got somebody who's very talented and got that skill set, you could be on a $1,000 mic, you be a recorder, you could be on a $100 mic, and they can make the difference. That's why you got to show them what you did in the past. You got to be able to have something that you can back up, you know, mm-hmm. the back your word. You know, it's more than just saying I'm a hot producer. Like, you got to yeah. have your beats already ready to, you know, present them mm-hmm. or her and, or your mixes. Yeah. And just, shoot, even in the process, like, if you want to mix a little bit just to show them, you know, like, give you an insight of yeah, what's what it? I can do or what exactly. they expect, then, you know, I'll do that too. Okay. I like, you know, I try to build that type of um, relationship with people. Versus just kind of looking at it just on the money side, like I'm. Yeah. So, so how how important do you think it is relationship building? Because I think nowadays people are so caught up with instant gratification and just trying to get that buck or whatever that they don't realize that you know relationships that you build can be fruitful or multiply for years to come. Mm-hmm. You know, so you seem like a person who really into building relationships and maintaining them. I, I'm a biblical person. It's it's more than life than just money. 
like you know you needed to to do things but mm-hmm. uh, how I look at it we all you know we all kind of need each other in order to, mm-hmm. to keep going I need you know in order for me to make money I need I don't want to look at them as customers but you know even though they're there in the process I still need to build that relationship so they can be able to um so we can have like a a, a network a, infrastructure a trust and, yeah you know because I can even in the midst of what you paying me, I can still give you, put you on game, give you some free game about some stuff. Yeah. And, you know, then you'll end up getting more than what you, you know, what you pay for. Do you think uh, we have too much of a dog-eat-dog world or whatever right yeah. now? Yeah. But I still feel like it's, it's enough for everybody out there. Yeah. Folks just need to know, they just need to find their lane and start trying to yeah, eat off of somebody else's, mm-hmm. like you know, whatever that person got going on, you know, let them have that. Like, you can develop your own course and mm-hmm. eat off of that, too. So, yeah. we, where do you think that, um, I guess that uh, fear comes from, or whatever, or we not teaching each other or showing each other that we can support one another? Because, like, you know, you we support each other, mm-hmm. we do things uh, together outside of music or whatever. Everybody sees how I incorporate stuff. Mm-hmm. I bring people into everything, every facet of my life, and no matter what I got going on, I always try to incorporate everything, even with all my different business. Hell, I incorporate my council business with my podcast, with podcast, mm-hmm. with radio station, birthday celebration, all that, whatever it is. Um, what do you what do you think that stems from? Is it that we're not showing that to one another enough, or uh, are we listening to like you know media or? Outside influences that, too much. I feel like some of it comes from I don't even want to say lack of understanding. Mm-hmm. I feel like some of that comes from lack of wanting to understand. It's mm-hmm. a lot of laziness. Yeah, the information out there. Yeah, just don't people don't, don't they either don't want to pay for stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, some stuff be free, but still yeah. don't want to you know research it. Yeah, so you know I just I feel yeah. like it comes from that and. I want to say egos. Yeah, a lot of people they got this mindset of wanting to be better than the next person. Mm-hmm. But it's not even the the goal. Like it's enough out there for everybody. So I mean, yeah, I don't think people really realize that there is enough. It's literally enough for out everybody. There. Everybody <laughs> want to. Everybody want to want everything. They want the world to them. Yeah, like, exactly. You can't get a part of what I'm going after. Which we can all eat off of. Man, I tell people all the time, I'm like, yeah, we it just the United States alone, we got a sixteen trillion dollar economy. So I'm like, if you add the world into that, I'm like, I'm sure it shoots up <laughs> into probably close to a hundred trillion or two hundred trillion or whatever. Exactly. Um, and I'm like, that's enough. And like with music or just being a creative, right? Because you are a creative, mm-hmm. um, and a visionary. You know, getting people to uh, realize and see concepts and things that they never thought that they could see something in perspective, mm-hmm. um, that in itself is invaluable because you have I the think, fortitude and the foresight to do that. I think people people should people should just go after what makes them happen. Stop trying to be, mm-hmm. you know, the mindset of just being rich. Like, yeah. You know, you can be rich and unhappy. Mm-hmm. You know, being rich, you you can you ain't got to be a saint to be rich. You yeah. know, like just go out there. What makes you happy? The money gonna come regardless, as long as you know what you're doing or willing to want to learn more along the way. Yeah, but, and 
But I, I still, I stay so true to that or whatever. Because uh, I used to think, you know, you had to make your money or whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. But then I realized fame or whatever will not make you rich. But rich, being rich can't make you famous. And I'm like, is if you go and look at everybody's success story, they're chasing their happiness. They go through their struggles or whatever, but they stick and stay consistent. And I think that's a problem with people, too, mm-hmm. being consistent. Being consistent. Um, consistency is like, you know, a good portion of it. You know, because you like you said, the learning and all that, whatever, and that's naturally going to um, happen or whatever. And as long as you want to be a person who wants to always evolve and grow, and I'm like, hell, I never thought I'd be doing this. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see myself doing it. This three years now I've been doing this consistently. And I got people hitting me up. But I never saw myself doing this. I didn't have the vision for this. But then once I jumped into it, I was like, you know what? I like this. It goes back to lack of understanding. Like, a lot of folks don't understand that you can you can obtain more if you just put your mind to it. Like, you ain't got to just settle for what you, what we was told that we just had to mm-hmm. do or whatever. Like, you can have more. Like, the possibility of having more should be the focus. You just need to go out the... You know, like, you just got to figure out how yeah. to turn that possibility into a reality. And that's where it lies, you know, the difference between meeting your goal and not meeting your goal is that possibility of realizing what you got to do to get there. You know? People hate the path, but they, they look at the, the end, but... Exactly. They don't like the path. They don't like the path. <laughs> the path going to always... Stretch going to always be there. Like, that's something you can't even necessarily control because you all going to go through something that you... Never went through. Mm-hmm. So. You know, with new experiences where you got the good stress and the bad stress. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been stress where I've had good stress, where I've had so much demand, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to satisfy it all, mm-hmm. which is stressful, but it's a good stress. You know what I'm saying? Um, a so, lot of work better than no work. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, you're getting something out of it. You just, you got, you just got to find ways to keep yourself inspired. Like, don't even yeah. let the work. Side get you know get the best of you like you you doing it for like a a bigger pigeon yeah and I think if you're doing it for love or whatever it doesn't even really feel like work you know what I'm that's what they say it's um, a hobby at this point you just <laughs> happen to, you just happen to make money from it you yeah know, it's, it's a working hobby for you excuse <laughs> <clears throat> me so far you know what you got uh, lined up for us as far as like you know what can we expect to hear oh I got. In my, I got too much going on. That's why I, I really do a lot of promotion. <laughs> but um, um, I got my artists is um, Masters of Time. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a performance. Yeah, which was a dope performance, by the way, at Tipsy Art uh, Joint. So shout out to Tr for that. Um, GQ Smooth, Don Julio, and Rashad mm-hmm. Q. Yeah, um, so super group uh, masters of time mm-hmm. uh, consist of they they're versatile yeah um, their main genre i, I want to say right now is like the old school type of hip-hop mm-hmm. but they can they can do it all too uh, i'm pushing their take their take dropping may 10th uh, it's okay. called our time that's what i'm talking about I'm behind that uh got lo-fi tapes coming soon just making no. random lo-fi tell us about the lo-fi tapes um, I'm doing that because one, that makes me happy. I like those type of beats. It puts mm-hmm. me in like the best mood ever. On top of that, I want to use that to um, just to really put out for people to um, 
the listen to, you know, they go to Starbucks or whatever, go to mm-hmm. the park, have their earbuds, they can go on Spotify, YouTube, just listen to something on a chill for level. Um So describe to the people what's a what's a lo fi like, you know, track? Um, they consider it chill hop. So it's it got that hip hop vibe to it, but mm-hmm. it's chill. Mm-hmm. Like it ain't turning you up and all that. It ain't necessarily something you can just you can route to it, but then the purpose is just to put you in a like you want to study, you want to chill, mood, yeah, like, you know, uh-huh. like some background to... music type of type of thing. Okay, so what what made you want to get into that? Um, I listen to it all the time when I need to think of something. It puts me in the mood, so I figured, you know, I figured eventually down the line, you know, when I do become successful, or whatnot, folks gonna ask, you know, what? what? Well, you, you, well, first of all, you are successful. So you, cause you're doing what you love. Mm-hmm. So this is just me or whatever. My whole thing about success, success isn't like uh, monetary. Um, it's not, you know, people seeing you get to a certain, you know, fame or threshold. Yeah. It is doing what you love to do, and you get paid for what you love to do. Yeah. So with that, you are successful. So don't think that you're not. But but go ahead. But um. You know, folk will ask, you know, what helped you get to where you at? Mm-hmm. And I can tell them, you know, I listen to <laughs> lo-fi beats. It puts me in the mood. It's something about that sound that that just kind of got me locked. Like, I put the world to the side and just focus on mm-hmm. what it is that I got going on in my brain that I want to put into existence. Okay. So, it helps unlock that, I want to say. That's what I'm so, talking about. Um so what what really what really made you want to like you know do your own label and you know be that executive and make those decisions then because it's, it's it would be comfortable mm-hmm. for you to just be the producer and the engineer right mm-hmm. but now you're stepping into you're in the realm of now you got to think about all these other different components and, this, and to also be responsible for you know other artists careers mm-hmm. you know because that's that's a huge responsibility I look at everything as. I look at everything as like building character. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if I was to work at a job or whatever the case may be, I go look for like a characteristic that I can get out of it that's beneficial mm-hmm. towards the the path that I'm trying to take. Yeah. Um, a lot of stuff deal with, you know, I'm dealing with patience. I'm dealing with, you know, it's, it's disciplining me, the, um, you know, not to lose my edge or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It's keeping me focused. I see, you know, if I put a stop to it, that then the money or whatever that I got going on uh, also stops. So the consistency comes mm-hmm. from behind it. Uh, then on top of that, you know, I can utilize what I want to do, what I love to do to make more, mm-hmm. you know, with the possibility of making more yeah. from that than, you know, from a job or whatever. So, yeah, I think a job pigeonholes everybody. Um, now I'm not for you know I'm I'm not discounting people who work nine to fives and all of that so don't get that twisted because you know a lot of people uh, might misconstrue that but I think if you have the desire within yourself and I say this all the time uh, in person on the show or whatever um, if you have that desire to be an entrepreneur man go out there and chase that because you only got one life to live and as long as you stay consistent like you said and always want to grow then it's going to work for you. Um, don't let other people discourage you, whatever, because, you know, we get into situations where we're building something and, like, you know, people come mm-hmm. discouraged. Uh, with that being said, like, when you decide to do this, what was the reception? Because you come from a big family. 
uh, what is the perception or, you know, you know, how did they receive this information? Are you the first one to really go out there and be an entrepreneur? Um, it's, I got a lot of music, musically inclined people in my family. My granddad, uh, Rissiso, he was in a band. He okay. did music. Um, Mark Lockett, mm-hmm. who was, um, he did music with uh, Otis Redding. The okay. Third. Um, you know, yeah. So yeah, the the talent and their the genetics is there. Mm-hmm. So when you was like, you know, I guess they were so supportive of them because they had already. This is like a family thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was great. Um, how did how did your peers and stuff react? You know, as far as you jumping out there, because to most people, I think entrepreneurship they look at it as being scary, mm-hmm. right? Because it's unknown. But I have to look at it. I'm like, that's why it's so fascinating because Ain't it's right unknown. It's so, I look at it like I'm sorry. I'm not trying to cut you yeah. off. Um, I look at it as like the upswing for the possibility. Mm-hmm. I don't look at it for, oh, well, you know, all this stuff can happen or whatever. I'm looking for the positive. I ain't looking at the glass, you know, half empty. I'm looking at it as halfway full. It's the possibility. Like, the possibility comes with whatever comes with it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I said, you know, like I said, it's, you got to look at the end game. You can't focus on the path. Like, the path going to be, the path is, is, is that the the build character? How mm-hmm. I look at it, like the lessons and stuff, the failures or whatever. All that's mm-hmm. the it's the build character. It ain't meant to say that oh you failed or something. Like if you you hit a bump somewhere, and you just got to figure out how to how to get over. It, really. Like yeah. it's that possibility. Like just knowing that it's a possibility to get over. It. Mm-hmm. Just focus on that. Don't worry about how long it's gonna take. Mm-hmm. You know, like. The opposite of fear is faith. You know, your yeah. faith uh, your faith will make time go by fast mm-hmm. and you know, it it'll just it'll it'll become easier along along the way. That's how I look at it. Yeah, so what what you got in store for like, you know, what's your goals for the rest of the year and like, you know, for next year? Um just plan on dropping three tapes. Just wanna help my people out that's in the um, that's in the label and put out, you know, their music. Um, down the line, uh, I got to do something. I want to say that's more beneficial towards the community. Like, I want to focus more on the community. Okay. Uh, I want to use what I love, of course, to help incorporate that. But, um, besides, like, the music and stuff, I want to, um, you know, do, like, donations. You know, help raise money to, towards, you know, uh, a bigger cause, or, yeah. you know, other than just a personal yeah. want. You exactly. Know? Yeah, I, I just feel like it's bigger than all of us, but at the same time, I still can see that I can incorporate what I love to do towards mm-hmm. the bigger picture. So that possibility is making me want to, you know, buy, you know, whatever happens in the process, you know, like let it happen. Yeah. Um, just stay focused at all times. That's all I can really say. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I love how you like focus, but you also fluid, and you're open to you know the path or whatever. So that those qualities right there, you're gonna get what you want. It just eliminate and feel like yeah. The world gonna be the world gonna be whatever it is. You can't you can't just be scared to to go out there and try stuff. Like everybody want to be these business mm-hmm. people, celebrities, but mm-hmm. they don't understand their backstory. They had to be put to the test on on mm-hmm. a whole lot of things. 
Yeah. Something told them, you know, bump it. I'm going to go after it. You know, what what do I got to lose? That's how they look at it. Exactly. What do you have to lose? All right, so uh, for everybody out there who wants to be able to, you know, look up the catalog or get in contact with you, maybe, you know, pay for your mind and your time um, because they're upcoming, you know, producers and need some techniques or whatever, Mm -hmm. or if somebody needs to record with you, what's the best way that people can follow you and get at you? Um, Facebook. Facebook.com slash LilNateNB. You can follow my label page on Unaverage, U-N-A-V-E-R-I-C-H. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I kind of barely be on Snapchat, but I do it every now and then. Snapchat, uh, LinkedIn for whoever still gets on that. Yeah, people still get on. See, I get requests all the time, so somebody um, on it. <laughs> I'm on YouTube, too, LilNateNB. Um, okay. That's where I upload my beats. Um, and that's... We got a site, website that's in development right now. Okay. So we got all that on the way. Um, just stay tuned. That's all I can really. All right. Well, I appreciate Like I said, I appreciate your time. Uh, we can definitely do this again, you know, yes, uh, as progress is made. You know, just let me know. Anything you want to uh, put out there, tag the page, and I'll reshare it. And, you know, keep pushing, you know, like I already do. Um, I like to give my guests the last words. So if you got like a mantra or anything that you like really live by, you like to say, you like to give to the people, you know, go ahead and let them know. Um, know the world that you living in. Stop, okay. stop getting surprised about what the world keeps keeps showing you over and over and over. Um, build know what know what helps you out. Stop. Allowing what doesn't benefit you to keep distracting you from getting towards your purpose. Um, just stay focused. Whatever you want to do, the information out there. What do you have to pay for? And some of it's free. You just gotta you gotta stay focused on how to put two and two together. Stop being stop being lazy. I get called, you know, my name Nate, and I get called procrastinate sometimes. And sometimes I, I get distracted too, but. It's, I'm on a mission, so I mean, I'm on a mission. Nice. Right. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, <laughs> words from Middle George's own super producer, Little Nate MB.